River. I'm Joe. And I'm Roddy. And you've joined us for Stage Door. We have a fantastic hour for you talking all things theatre, film and arts, including... Lifting the curtain, giving you the inside info of all that's going on nationally, locally and digitally. Snooping around backstage to bring you the news, the gossip and our pick of the week. And the studio phone is set to ring any second with your ring-in requests. I wonder who's going to be on the line. (laughs) You can join us and take part in Name That Show, where we ask you to guess the musical from three brief clips of songs. And there's my favourite bit, the quick quiz, where I challenge Roddy with his theatre knowledge. Maybe you could even do better. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. Later on in the show, don't miss Out of the Vault, where we share the plot of a show that you might not have heard of. And then make sure you catch up our spotlight interview with da 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 Roddy Peters. What? Well, I don't want to miss that. Coming your way before midday here on Stage Door, sponsored by Jam Theatre Company Marlowe. Right across the Thames Valley, this is River Radio. Oh, gosh. That was a sprint finish, but we made it. We did. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Gosh, it was windy. Yes. I thought the roof was going to come off. I know. Uh, this a bit is crazy. A, yeah, I mean, the, there was a plant pot knocked over earlier, and I'm not okay. talking like a small plant. It was a tree. Oh. It was outside a pub, and it was huge. I mean, the pot was almost bigger than me, but the wind got it. Extraordinary. I was hailed on by pollen. Okay. <laughs> but I did think I saw Heston drive by. I think I saw Heston this morning. Well, it's very likely. With a sort of huge yellow scaffolding contraption on a trailer, and I was wondering if it was going to be the structure of a cake. Yeah. You know, it's off to go and put Marilyn um, Monroe inside a cake or something like that. Nice. Explode out. But Ooh. Might not have been him. Might have just been another bald man with glasses. I don't know that he was bald last time I met. But... Heston? Oh, because he is, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I'm thinking about his son. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's oh, also a chef. Did you oh, know really? that? Oh, really? No, I didn't. Do you, do you know the whole family? I did at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with being bald and representing over here. Oh, no, you look lovely with hardly any hair. <laughs> <laughs> Outrageous. Well, thank you for my um, lemon loaf cake. You're In welcome. In the the published schedule. Not an almond croissant this week, but no. I am pleased that we're keeping up our tradition of baked goods here on Stage Door. Absolutely. We look, you know, if we don't have it, who knows what's going to happen. Right, so that's our first snippet. Bit more yeah. generous this week than last. Hold ten seconds to I know. try and work out the show rather than three. But no lyrics to give you a clue. Uh, you see? Okay. What she gives with yeah. one hand takes uh-huh. away with the other. <laughs> You're not wrong. So I reckon people will recognise that. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you, I think it's one of those things, if you've seen it, if you've heard it, if you know it, you, you'll immediately be there. Yeah. If you've never come across it. I mean, this, this isn't exactly deep, what I'm saying here, is it? If you've heard it before, you might recognise it. <laughs> That's kind of how it works, really. (laughs) Well, a bit like... I uh, I love that French horn and that tuba. Yeah, isn't it? So cheeky. Uh, Now, people probably are familiar with this from a very famous brand of 
uh, fence paint because oh. this does what it says on the tin it's name that show so how does it work <laughs> so we're going to play you three little clips that was the first one and we'll do another two within the hour and if you think you know what show that comes from i want you to Email in joe at river.radio, jo at river.radio. Tell us what you think it is. If you get it after the first go, you're in my, my number one column. If you get it after the second clip, you're in my second column and so on. So you will get a prize if you call in or email in and get it right. Um, some point at this year, who knows when I'm doing the prizes. I really actually <laughs> yeah. don't know. And, it, you know, it could be great tickets for a show it could be anything you know i'm really Absolutely. up for this now we've got our river radio dab license we've got our press passes Absolutely. we are off we've been let loose we are going so if you think you know what that show is um then email in as i said joe at river.radio let's play that one more time okay here it is very nice so lovely very nice and it is a kind of uh, well i'm gonna wait there's a few musicals that that could fit oh okay it's not could just you write the them down one. please and give us them at the end okay thanks very much yeah, yeah no worries at all now we're on a pre-recorded course so people can still email in and we'll keep a time oh, log yes. of when they got it right don't think you can't participate Fair don't you not. worry but in other news where are you this week currently right now live on thursday the 14th where are you in cos in greece are you i'm going to greece as well where are you going I'm going to crete oh i'll, wa- I'll wave at you in yeah, departures absolutely <laughs> So this is lifting the curtain. This is where we, very cheekily, as you can probably glean from that music, have a little look at some gossip, have a little look at the news. Tiptoe around. Yeah, rifle through the listings, just as we would a costume rail. (laughs) What have you got? Uh, Oh, lots of things, my lovely. Lots and lots of things. Um, Quite the portfolio of sheets over there this week. (laughs) No, exactly, exactly. I did want to mention um, the... I wanted to mention Beauty and the Beast musical that's coming yeah. at London Palladium. I just, I'm going to do lots of little um, plugs for the local theatres shortly, okay, um, after our song, mm-hmm. and so that the kids have, you know, something fun to go and see these Easter holidays. But I was just excited when I saw Beauty and the Beast. Um, we know it's coming, all that sort of stuff, but London Palladium, the 24th of June. The thing is about these big, big shows, we've really got to book them. <laughs> Yeah. In advance, you know? Yeah, particularly so, if you want the decent seats and or the cheaper seats. Yeah. Because those gallery seats, in which oh, the view will still go. be incredible, they go because they're, what, 30 quid a pop? I know. So, you know, just book that in, guys. That would be fantastic. And they'll be ready for the summer as well. Yeah, lovely. Um, fans of Amelia Clark. Oh, yeah. Okay, who was obviously uh, Mother of Dragons and Games of Thrones. She's making her West End debut. Really? Yes. Did was you she? not know no, this? I don't think so. What's Ooh, she in? Oh, The Seagull. Chekhov's The Seagull. Oh, really? Yes. So that's going to be at the Harold Pinter Theatre um, on the 29th of June for 11 weeks. Okay, she's playing Nina. And obviously this was, um, you know, first show that Chekhov's Seagull was first done in 1896. So it'll be interesting to see what style or if there's any revival freshness. Yeah. You know, what angle they're going to take on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. But she's a fantastic actress yeah also because she's a name people are going to book that up aren't yeah they? absolutely so yeah so 29th of june that's another june one for you but coming up uh 24th of april 
Oh, yes. Very, very soon. Yeah, Sunday sun. <laughs> um, well, is, that's going to be the last day that you can see um, Death Drop, the musical. Right, yes. Okay. It's at the Criterion at the moment until the 24th. And if you are a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race or anything like that, you've got Jujube and Kitty Scott's Claws, I think it is. Oh. Yeah. But Death Drop, the musical, um, if, you, yeah, if you like those shows, go and have a look. It's on until the 24th of April at the Criterion. And it's going to be a great fun night out. Now, I've got a couple of things that I've spotted uh, from the last couple of weeks, actually. I've been collecting little bits of gossip. Did you see Taron Egerton and had to pull out of Mike Bartlett's cock? No. Yeah, so I he didn't was, know that. He, you might remember he fainted. My son went no and preview. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he catch Taron? I don't know, actually. Because he's out of it, which is very... What happened? We're not really sure. I mean, he fainted in a preview and put out a really witty thing saying, you know, I'm really, really sorry about it, but, you know, come back, come back. I realise now I'm supposed to do the whole play. And then he That's was off, Yeah, I know. And then he was off with COVID for 10 days. And now he's said he's not coming back due to personal reasons. So I don't know whether it's one of those things uh, where there's, it's just all felt a bit overwhelming. Sure. Um, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis once walked off stage at the National... I think that was Hamlet and didn't come back. And that was definitely some kind of spooked thing to do with his father. But, you know, you, you never quite know what a play will bring up in you emotionally. So I hope he's all no, right. exactly. But excitingly for his understudy, Joel Harper Jackson, who'd stepped in during those 10 days whilst he was off with COVID, um, he's now in it to the 4th of June. So okay. it's always exciting to see understudies stepping up and being able to take over those roles that they've rehearsed, practiced oh, for, exactly. often at high speed. You know, <laughs> often, often they've only had a couple of days to try and uh, to try and brush up on it. Um, there are actually Twitter accounts that track which understudies are on when. There are, and it's really lovely that that <laughs> they community get announced. Is, yeah, 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 and they're there supporting them because that happens. You know, that's when I get to see my daughter's name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I just I just wanted to have a quick look at. Um, you know, at that, to see if there was anything else released, any more information, no, but really? there isn't. No? No. They're obviously I hope tr- he's okay. Whatever's keeping, going on, yeah. I hope you're okay. Giving him some respectful space. Now, another thing I saw, again, this is a couple of weeks old, but um, Obioma Oguala Still posted on Twitter. Now, he was in the original Hamilton. He was also he was, in Motown with my son. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's, he was, he's in Disney's Frozen. Like, this is a guy who's clearly talented. Oh, he's amazing. And he's in the first cast of things. That's not to say that the second, third, fourth cast, etc. Mm-hmm. aren't talented as well. But to originate a role is particularly a special honour. He's clearly very talented. And he overheard four audience members describing his casting as woke culture silliness. <laughs> I mean, sorry, what's happening? I won't read the other thing uh, that, that he heard them call him, but he tweeted a very dignified response, an entire thread, but I just want to read the top of this. Night after night, I see hundreds of children watch our talented cast. This is Frozen. Sure. Of all hues and colours and escape into a magical world for two hours. Mm-hmm. I wish you had their eyes. I've had too many dreams promised out of my reach. Rooms warned weren't for me. Roles beyond my imagination. I'm glad a new generation will watch our show and feel invited to dream of bigger better brighter absolutely isn't that lovely and did you know he's written a book no yes um and that's just come out actually it's like in the last week or so oh wow funnily enough yeah oh great what's what's that about his life on stage um it's called um, just doing some frantic research i am and this is where we need we need a bigger team we're (laughs) we're recruiting look if you want to come and help us here on stage door uh, then you can come in the studio and do all the googling whilst we're busy okay so the, the title is, are you ready for this? Yeah. Uh, the Problem with My Normal Penis, Myths of Race, Sex and Masculinity. Oh, so intriguing. that's going to be quite interesting, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so it's he's from his own experiences uh, confronting outspoken prejudice and unspoken assumptions. Yeah. He delivers an accessible, entertaining and thoughtful dissection of the outmoded expectations surrounding race, sex and masculinity that contemporary black men are forced to deal wow. with. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Crikey. And it takes a lot to step up and represent and tackle all of those issues. I know, that's big. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, well, we'll have a little rifle through the back of that book, get the ISBN, <laughs> go pre-ordering, uh, whilst we listen to this here on Stage Door. giant beanstalk stretching further than my eyes allow me to see rising up beyond the tallest mountain i can make it be whatever i want it to be a hidden castle in an underwater cave sitting empty since the yingling dynasty filled with treasure from an ancient era i can make it be whatever i want it to be put your pencil to paper and write from the heart see how quickly it flows if you're willing to start you could find your creation Whatever I want it to be, written by Jonathan Reed Geld. Oh, very yeah. nice. 
He's, um, if you don't know, he's one. No, um, I don't. <laughs> I'm nodding and smiling. <laughs> he's written loads of, like, a bit like Jason Robert Brown and, you know, other writers like that and Scott Allen, you know, individual um, musical theatre pieces as well oh, as albums and things like that. Yeah, Lovely. so I love his stuff, yeah. Nice to go exploring. Yeah, absolutely. Would you like to hear a bit of the local stuff? Oh, yes, please. Okay, so I've, I've done a scoot around, um, especially for what's in the next few days, mm-hmm. okay? Now, at the Aylesbury Theatre, funnily enough, there wasn't loads for children in the Easter holidays. Oh. I thought it was quite interesting. But uh, for you parents, if you're interested, Friday the 22nd to the 24th is Lord of the Dance, Michael Flatley's Lord of the Dance, 25-year oh, yeah. anniversary. Oh, great. Show. Yeah. Dun, 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 if you could see what I can see right now. Get on there. It's not necessarily... Tap as such, it's you know Irish right, right, just and, thunderous, isn't it? Yeah, great yeah, fun. Yeah. Do you remember it on Eurovision? I do remember. Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> Ages us. Um, at the Back Theatre in Hayes, uh, I've mentioned this before, um, but it finishes this Saturday. Some others do have them with Joe Pasquale. So um, it's on every night between now and uh, Saturday. There's also a matinee at Saturday two thirty and the evening show at seven thirty. So that's uh, some others do have them with Joe Pasquale oh, at the Bet- Bet- Betty. <laughs> um, <laughs> such, a, such a sympathetic laugh. Like, okay, if it keeps you happy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just well, you can. Um, if you're going to do voices, you might as well do them for every single thing I do. Yeah, I ready mean, they're the not great, one? are they? Ready for they're the not next on the level of our recent <laughs> guest. <laughs> well, he was pretty damn good, wasn't he? Um, Wickham Swan, uh, Twirly Woos Live. Well, I don't know what uh, they sound no, like. I don't either. <laughs> Twirly Woo! <laughs> the Twirly Woos Live at Wickham Swan, uh, Sunday the 24th. Uh, it's 1pm and 4pm. Uh, join Great Big Who... Toodaloo, Chickadee and Chick for a great adventure. And this is for ages one plus. Oh, wow. That is brave. I like that the differentiation is at one. One plus. Because <laughs> you know plus. you're going to get some babes in arms. I know, I know, completely. Um, sometimes they have um, the actual... You're right, ringing the bells over there as well. <laughs> I can do it all. <laughs> um, at Norden Farm, now this is really fun. They uh-huh. have, uh, over the Easter holiday, something called Quest. The Family Fest. And you can go and take part in lots of different classes and workshops. Oh, yeah. Of creative adventures. So it's, it's for young children. Yeah, exactly. So it's for young children. You can pay for one workshop or you, there's a discount if you want to pay for four. Uh, that's on until the 22nd of April at Norden Farm. Just uh, Norden.farm is their website. Have a look and see what's there. But it looks really interesting. At the Kenton Theatre in Henley, they have a couple of shows that kids might enjoy. Uh, local productions of Alice's... Um, Adventures in Wonderland oh, on the yeah. 22nd and 23rd of April. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz on the 28th uh, and the 30th of April. So end of April, if you're looking for something for your kids, Kenton Theatre in Henley. Oh, this is a good one. This Saturday, okay, 12 o'clock and 2.30, Fireman Sam live Aww. at the Reading Hexagon. Oh, I'll have to tell my brother he was besotted with it okay. when he was a kid. Absolutely. He's no longer a kid, though. I, no, but I used to have my VHS with Thomas the Tank on it, uh, and he would have Fireman Sam. And okay. no, all right, he might now be a 30-odd-year-old grown <laughs> man, but that doesn't mean nostalgia doesn't chip that's in, and you go, I'm going to go see Fireman Sam live. It is very cool, isn't it? So that's this Saturday at the Reading Hexagon. You know, just call up. I'm sure there are some tickets available. Um, and once you've seen that, and you've got the kids' babysat, you might want to come back 
back on the 20th for Menopause the Musical 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we mentioned that a couple of weeks ago, yeah, didn't yeah. we? So uh, that will be a fun one for you women who need it <laughs> with, a, with a gin in your hand. Yeah, absolutely. What, just to cool down the hot flush. <laughs> and just two more, if that's okay. Yeah, uh, so it. at the Watermelon Newbury, uh, Easter half term, they have a play in a week. And it's being inspired by their production of The Wicker Husband. And so you get a chance to learn wonderful art of puppetry. Um, so you do that from Monday through Thursday and there will be a live performance on the Friday. So that's at the Watermill for children. Um, that's a play in a week in Easter half term. And finally at the Camberley Theatre tomorrow, 15th of April, is The Wizard of Oz, um, if you'd like to take your kids to that. And for adults, mm. on Sunday, this Sunday, Britain's Got Talent winner, Lost Voice Guy. Oh, Do you wow. remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's, uh, he's there at uh, Camberley Theatre. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I've got two final calls, a little bit like the bell they ring in the foyer when yeah. you have to take your seats because the show is about to start. Yeah. Um, String versus Spitter has previously toured cool. the country. It's had a five-star review. Um, it's only on for two more days at the Soho. So it's starring Keel Smith-Bino, who's in BBC's Ghosts, uh-huh. um, and also Ed MacArthur. And it's a musical comedy about two rival children's entertainers. This is expressly for adults, though, not for kids. Um, it's two entertainers from opposite sides of the track. So you've got a King's Road classical virtuoso, versus an East London grime-obsessed maverick. Oh, my word. Um, and they'll do anything to be number one. So they say, think Amadeus meets Flight of the Concords <laughs> if musical numbers were directed by Dizzy Rascal. Oh, so nice. If that's, it's a good splice, that, isn't it? Yeah. So if that sounds up your alley, then that's on for just two more days at the Soho Theatre. And another final call. Last week, I forgot to mention A Monster Calls. A Monster Calls is a brilliant show created by Sally Cookson at the Old Vic. Yep. I was talking to a friend at a party at the weekend who'd absolutely loved it. She's a PE teacher... Okay. She'd gone just to show Willing and make up the staff numbers and had sat there gripped by it. And oh. I think there's something really lovely about her having gone to support the other, the, the drama staff. Sure. And then, you know, there was a sports lad with her who likes football who was like, oh, why are we going to see this, miss? Because sometimes yeah. people choose drama for the wrong reasons. And uh, he watched her gripped by it, and I think it really helped him engage with it. Okay. It's physically, it's told beautifully. It's an incredible production. Unfortunately, I made a mistake, and it's finished at the Rose Kingston. Oh. But it's on at the Bristol Old Vic. It's on, it started yesterday. It's on till the 23rd of April, and then it goes to the Kennedy Centre, Washington. So I don't know if you're free to go see it there. But if not, Bristol's your last chance. It's a very odd little tour, that, Kingston, Bristol, America. Um, But I thought, as we fledge our wings here on stage door and looked at the skies and increase the number of theatres that we include on our list around and about the Thames Valley, that the Rose Kingston is one that we should keep a a pin in. And I know in the past you've mentioned fantastically great women. That's on at the Rose for Ah. two more days. So that's about Jade who breaks away from her class trip round a museum and goes behind to the as yet unopened gallery of greatness. So she meets Frida Kahlo, Rosa Parks, Amelia Earhart, Marie Curie, Emmeline Pankhurst, all of these wonderful mothers, sisters and daughters. So that's two more days at the Rose in Kingston. Oh, that's awesome. There was one more thing I want to mention. Sadler's Wells, um, the Northern Ballet, uh, they're they're doing Casanova uh, from the 10th of May. But this is the, the, the cool thing. Pinocchio is on from the 7th to the 18th of April. So that's right now, obviously. And then Merlin starts on the 24th of April. So, yeah, so some really lovely things. If you would like to introduce your children into ballet um, at Sadler's Wells, Go and have a look at Pinocchio and Merlin. Crikey, what a buffet of delights. I know. Chief amongst which, our pick of the week. So, 
What have you got? So our pick of the week, um, I'm really excited about this. You know I'm a Matthew Bourne uh, fan. Mm. And... Uh, you know, he's done incredible new versions of Swan Lake and things like that, but he's done one called The Car Man a, a while back, but yeah. he's doing a revival of it. So it's based on Carmen, wow. right? But it's The Car Man. Oh, okay? clever. Yeah. I see what he's done there, yeah. Yeah, but this is for the Royal Albert Hall's 150th anniversary. So, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. So it's Matthew Bourne's The Car Man, reimagined in a spectacular new staging for the Royal Albert Hall's 150th anniversary. There will only be 14 performances of this, okay, from the Thursday the 9th to Sunday the 19th of June. Uh, The multi-award winning dance thriller based on Bizet's beloved Carmen, The Car Man, will be completely reimagined for the gladiatorial arena of the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Beautifully. Frisson frisson of Dane and the dancers oh, perform throughout the auditorium. Uh, frisson. Amid stage directions by Olivier and Tony Award winner Les Brotherston. Uh, so it's featuring an expanded company of 65 dancers and musicians and a live orchestra. And the title role of Luca is going to be played um, by Will Bozier and Richard Windsor. Um, they've both done Matthew Bourne's uh, Swan Lake and things like that before. And... Uh, one of them has just finished. Richard, I think, has just finished in uh, Cinderella. We have Ashley Shaw and Zizi Stralin uh, playing the role of Lana. And uh, they are both fantastic um, award-winning dancers as well. So that's going to be a really gorgeous thing. If you would like to just experience something completely different. Yeah. Um, so it's The Car Man, Matthew Bourne, and that's based on Bizet's Carmen. Sorry, I shouldn't sing the next bit, should I? <laughs> you haven't you, carefully chosen the clip. You can do anything you want. Oh, Robbie. fantastic. Right, I'm going to sit here and eat my cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's part two of Name That Show. So let's have a little listen to the clip again and then we'll tell you what you need to do. Come on, Joe, hit it's us. It's quite infectious, isn't it? <laughs> Not literally. Uh, <laughs> oh, my. I couldn't even reach you if Come I tried. On, it's an audio medium. We can have a little fun. Okay. So that's the second clip of our Name That Show. So if you think you know what that is, email in joe at river.radio and tell me what you think the show is that that little clip comes from. It's the second one. You're going to have a third opportunity uh, to guess that show as well. Oh, now I answered this last week. <sighs> So, if you, I, don't know, pass, I don't know what the no, problem is. Go. I'll pass the phone over okay. to you. You answer it. Hello. Oh. Hello. Hi, Jeremy. It's Sky here. Hi, Sky. Would you be able to play "Dancing Queen" from Mamma Mia? It's one of my favourite songs, and I really love it. Thank you. Bye. Oh, you're welcome, Sky. Oh, how she lovely. She sounds like she was in a tube station or she, something. She did, or in the shower, absolutely. Well, yeah. it's probably where most people sing ABBA to, dancing that is around. true. Right? And loads of people are loving it at the O2 at the minute for the big party. That is true. Here's your request. Sit L- down, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> this is Stage Dawn. Here's our ringing request. Here you go, Sky.
Listen to Stage Door, sponsored by Jam Theatre Company Marlow on River Radio. And you can listen on our website, river.radio, on our mobile app for Apple and Android. Just search for River Radio Live. You can tell Alexa, play River Radio and live right here, right now on DAB. And we've still got loads to come, including our spotlight interview with our very own Roddy Peters. Oh, I'll get my coat. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's the quick quiz. So really what you're telling me is that the next 20 minutes of Stage Door is you asking me questions. It kind of is, yeah. Are you ready for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might need to put something else in this coffee. Would you like me, there, there is an option uh, oh, for, for this quiz. Easy Would you one. like, uh, oh, I wasn't going to say that, but no, I'm not going to do that now. I'm just not going to oh, offer no. a multiple choice. Oh, no, I've spoiled it. You have. For yourself and for everyone else. Exactly. Oh, no. Let's see if our listeners can get these, okay? Okay. Aiming for five out of five, Roddy. Yeah, yeah. All right, question one. Name the series that this following quote is taken from. It takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to your enemies, but a great deal more to stand up to your friends. 
Uh, Moon K. Would you like a multiple choice? Um, I think I probably need one. Okay. I've got an idea, but it's very much a guess. Harry Potter, The Hunger Games, Brave, The Lord of the Rings. Okay. Okay, it's one of them. All right. It takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to your enemies, but a great deal more to stand up to your friends. Okay. Okay. Question two. Forrest Gump famously says, Mama always said life was like a box of... Oh, yeah, Some things. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. I'm not giving you multiple choice for that. Nor the accent, apparently, either. I mean... You know me. I don't... (laughs) Fend well with that. Um, Just let me direct things and everything is good. Okay. Okay. Uh, Question three. In Mean Girls, the plastics declare that they wear pink on which of the following days? Is it Wednesday... Thursday, Friday, or every day. Mm. So in Mean Girls, the plastics declare that they wear pink on which of the following days? So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or every day. Okay, that's going to be a a guess, yeah. All right, question four. Which character said, remember, the Force will be with you always in George Lucas's Star Wars, A New Hope? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you've got that? Yeah. Star Wars, A New Hope. Am I getting options? Well, it could Please. be Han Solo, it could be Obi-Wan Kenobi, it could be Darth Vader, it could be Luke Skywalker. Okay, yeah, I've got that one. All right. And finally, question five. Mary Poppins sings that a spoonful of what helps the medicine go down? Oh, right. I mean, come on. This is the sublime to the ridiculous. Some of these are so <laughs> hard, I've got no idea. I've got to be, you know, kind to you. I reckon that whilst we play some music, if yeah. people can email in, that if I get them wrong because we're pre-recorded, that I should get a retrospective score adjustment next week if if I've been helped accurately to correct an answer. I'll consider it. <laughs> oh, how very gracious of you. <laughs> Crazy old Maurice, huh? Crazy old Maurice. Look who I'm afraid I've been thinking. A dangerous pastime? I know. But that wacky old coot is Bell's father. And his sanity's only so-so. Now the wheels in my head have been turning since I looked at that loony old man. See, I promised myself I'd be married to Bell. And right now I'm evolving a plan. If I... Yes. Then we... No, would she? Yes. Now I get it. Let's go. No one plots like Gaston. Takes cheap shots like Gaston. Plans to persecute harmless crackpots like Gaston. Yes, I'm endlessly, wildly resourceful. As down to the depths you descend. I won't even be mildly remorseful. Just as long as you get what you want in the end. Who has brains like Gaston? Entertains like Gaston. Who can make up these endless refrains like Gaston? And his marriage we soon will be celebrating. My, what a guy. hope it helps then. <laughs> okay, I asked you five questions, Roddy. Here we go. Are you ready? The I first am. one was, name the series, the following quote is taken from, it takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to your enemies, but a great deal more to stand up to your friends. 
Now, you gave me multiple choice for this. You I did. Sa- it says series. Is Brave a series? Because Brave is the one I want to go for, but that's, is that a film? Uh, it can't be then, can it? What did you give me? Friends, Lord of the Rings? No, Harry Potter, The Hunger Games, Brave and Lord of the I'm Rings. I'm going to have to go Hunger Games. Okay, it's Harry Potter. Is it? Yes. Mm. Question two, Forrest Gump famously says, unless, do you want to do the voice? Yeah. <laughs> Life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Very nice. Okay, chocolates is correct. Question three, in Mean Girls, the plastics declare that they wear pink on which of the following days? Based, based on their name. Yep. Because you gave me Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, any day, didn't you? That's I'm right. going any day. It's actually Wednesday. Oh, for goodness <laughs> sake. Make up your mind. Come on, you're called plastic. Get the pink on. We've all got the Barbie image. I know, I know. Sorry. Letting me down. Uh, which character said, remember, the force will be with you always. In George Lucas's Star Wars, A New Hope. I'm pretty confident that's uh, Obi-Wan. It is, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well done. Who's the force, Luke? Yeah. <laughs> and finally, Mary Poppins sings that a spoonful of what helps the medicine go down? Sugar. Are you sure it's not milk, syrup, or Tylenol? Ty- <laughs> you got Tylenol. options for me. Thank you, so- <laughs> Tylenol. Thank you so much for giving me options, right? Three out of five, again. Okay, that's your average, isn't yeah, it? We yeah, we are. Oh, thanks. We're really going to have to pet <laughs> things up. If you've emailed in Roddy at River.Radio, thank you so thank much for your help. You. I'm looking forward to getting more points during the course of the week. Absolutely. Oh, it's time for the vault. In we go. Right. Fantastic. Oh, have you got everything? Co- oh, no, I've got a bit of a coffee left. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> right, great. Okay. All right, I'm can ready. I do the Rolodex? Yeah, you flick it round. I have. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Catch up. (laughs) And it is N. N. It is N for Newsies. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the reason I mention this is that it's coming to the West End soon. Mm. Uh, Just in case Disney didn't have enough shows on stage in London. Um, N is for Newsies. Now, I've never seen the film. You'll be surprised to hear. Yeah, there we go. So good. I've never seen any of these films. Oh, man. Um, Did you know it was Newsies or the Newsboys? Because it was released as the Newsboys over here. It's funny how sometimes we have different titles, but it's from 1992 and it's loosely based on a historical city newsboys strike in New York from 1899. Twelve new songs by my friend and yours, Alan Menken. No wonder when I hear bits of the music, I'm like, oh, this is cracking. I was quite smug on Panto, actually, when someone Mm -hmm. was playing some of the scores. I was like, is this Alan Menken? And they were like... Yeah. Uh, how? <laughs> it just sounds like Disney in my yeah. head. And so that's, that's Alan Menken. Um, it was a box office bomb. And do you know where its success came from? Home video sales. It was I one bet. of those cult classics at a time in the 90s when mm. you maybe wouldn't take a punt on a, on a film because of the cost of going to the cinema. But, well, we'll get the DVD. Probably DVD. Who am I kidding? VHS. Mm. Probably from Blockbuster. Do you remember them? Uh, going going in and getting it. Anyway, it gained a cult following on home video, which is extraordinary. And then it was made into a stage adaptation on Broadway. Yes. Nominated for eight Tony Awards. And it won two, including Best Original Score for Menken. And yeah. Feldman, who wrote Quite a Lot of the Underscore. Mm-hmm. We have promised for ages that we're going to do an Alan Menken special. We are. I think we need to do that. Because okay. it's such joyous. His music is so joyous. Um so on Broadway, my friend Al and Lexi went. I've never let them. Uh, I've never let them forget that they went without me. It's sure. the show that they Rude. saw without me. Without uh, you? Was yeah, it without yeah. you? It was without me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really out, outraged by it. Um, but essentially, they're news, struggling newspaper hawkers in New York City. And uh, well, have you seen it? I've seen the 
well, not I've not been on Broadway, but I've seen the stage movie version. Oh, so you, okay, because I'm always surprised by the fact that there, the, these things. It's a bit like I've never seen what's that other High School Musical. Mm. Um, <laughs> Please don't put the two shows in the same sentence. Disney. Disney, mm. but it's that it's that thing where everyone else is like, oh yeah, 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 we've seen it, we've seen it. I'm like, oh, I've I've never seen it. I think Newsies is available on Netflix actually to watch. Oh really? Yeah, well, uh, the stage a- the stage version. Ah. Yeah, and it stars Jeremy Jordan, who recently came over for um, Bonnie and Clyde, and Jeremy Jordan's a huge star, so a lot of people have watched this just to watch him. Laura Osnes plays um, the female lead. Oh. Mm. Oh, yeah, well, I'll give it a watch. Uh, but you, you basically got an army of what's described as ragged orphans and runaways called Newsies selling the newspapers of Joseph Pulitzer, William Randolph Hearst, other great publishers. And Jack Kelly, played by your pal Christian Bale there, dreams of a better life far from the hardship of the streets. Uh, but then when they raise the distribution prices at the Newsies' expense, Jack finds a cause to fight for and must decide between his dreams and his newfound responsibility. I'm going to play the song I know and love, which is Seize the Day. You oh, might fabulous. be surprised to hear because it's such an absolute banger of a number and it the really takes off. In, in it is just second to none. Is the time to seize the day, stare down the odds and seize the day, minute by minute. That's how you win it. We will find a is when we face our fear tell those with power safe in their tower we will not obey behold the brave battalion that stands side by side too few in number and too proud to hide and say fight for you. Now is the time to seize the day. Answer the call and 
what a corker. I know, it's Bam, hands in the air. Do you know that video I love from the opening ceremony of the Tonys 2012? Yes. Neil Patrick Harris. He then comes running down the aisle, traced by a whole load of newsies, and says, yeah. there's, there's one in all of your gift bags. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> it's so oh. enjoyable. Us here, shoulders twitching. I know. You can't you can't sit still. No. Can you? No. So that's our third little clip of Name That Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you might know the song, but what's the show? What's the show that it comes from? And what should I do if, I'm, if I think I've got it, Joe? What you should do, Roddy, yeah. is email me at joe, J-O, at river.radio, okay. and let me know, and I can put you in my leaderboard. And you might win some tickets to a show. Yes, please. Yeah. You're listening to River Radio online at river.radio on Apple, Android and Alexa. You can listen again on our website. We're a podcast on Apple and Spotify and we're broadcasting live on DAB. Yes, we are. That's fantastic. Still to come, find out if you've correctly managed to name that show. But now it's our Spotlight interview. (laughs) So last week, Roddy, you interviewed me. I did. You sweated yeah. it out. We we went head to head. Yeah. Yep. And now it's your turn. Locking horns the other way around. Payback. <laughs> hey, okay, Mr. Roddy Peters. Hello. Good afternoon. How would you describe your job title? Uh, I am an actor, first and foremost. Sure. Um, uh, I'm particularly proud of writing that on my HMRC self-assessment. Nice. Uh, not that it makes me feel nauseous thinking about it, but... Um, I'm an actor first and foremost. I tutor. I do quite a lot of teaching. Yes, you do. Um, something that I'm particularly enjoying now is being a radio presenter. Yes. So I've really enjoyed doing 55, the show 55, you know, here we are. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying it. So I'd like to think of that as a, a well, career path. Well, it's very good that somebody asked you to do it. <laughs> It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Thanks to whoever that was. Cheers. <laughs> um, how did you get started in acting? So I was sent to drama classes, speech and drama, when I was five, six, seven. Um, sure. And I had to learn poems. It was essentially Lambda exams. Um, I had to learn poems, learn bits of extracts from books, and then go and recite them uh, and get exams, get examined, get certificates. And I quite enjoyed it. And then I went to festivals and I did a okay in my classes and then yeah. my teacher said right you're going to enter an, an acting class and I was horrified because it was something I didn't know and I felt mm. nervous and scared of it and I honestly I remember vividly sitting in the car turning onto the Wills Road in Leamington thinking I don't want to go I don't want to go anyway I then entered a class at the Leamington Festival uh, it was a monologue about a fish that had gone missing from a fish bowl. Okay. I was the only person in my class, but I won a trophy. Aww. And I thought, this isn't too bad. <laughs> and then I carried on from there. I mean, actually, those drama classes turned out to have been Victorian elocution lessons, which is why I sound like this. The rest of my family don't. I had it ironed out. I've got <laughs> RP just at a point when I entered an industry that doesn't want it. But uh, yeah, that's how I fell into it. And then I carried on doing it at school. I did plays at the RSC when I was a kid. So I was William Page in... 
Amazing. Uh, Mary Wives of Windsor with Susanna York and Leslie Phillips. Ding Fantastic. Dong. And then I was with the late, great Anthony Cher in Cyrano de Bergerac. I played a little ragamuffin who ran around and hoiked wigs off and poked things down women's um, corsets and mm. stole croissants. Um, so, yeah, that... That's where I really bit the bug because I remember all the bug bit me because I remember uh, Barbara Roberts, my good friend and the and then children's casting director, phoned up to get me to do the second show. And my mum mm. came in and said, you're not just doing it for the money, are you? And I'd entirely forgotten there was money. And then I was like, <laughs> hang on, if I can make a career out of this, if wow. I can make a living out of this and have this much fun... That's for me. And Anthony Sharon Greg Doran recommended go to drama school first. Or go yes. to uni first, but go to drama school. So I went to university, went to Durham Red History, then went to Bristol Vic. And finished your acting training. Yeah, Indeed. Brilliant, yeah. fantastic. What was your first job? My first job was a musical called The Forgotten at Newport's Clanafron Theatre okay. at the Riverfront. Um, it was a combination, it was a community piece of theatre where, if I'm honest, the community element was the wrong way round with the professionals. So normally wow. they'd have been rehearsing for about six months and then you bring the pros in at the end sure. to put the final gloss on and put it on stage. Absolutely. We rehearsed for what felt like six months. They ended up having to double our wage because they'd massively gone over on the hours they needed mm. us for. Because on Wednesday night you'd rehearse with the electrician but he couldn't do Thursdays, Fridays. So it, was a, it was absolutely insane. I need to write a show about that. <laughs> the musical was great. It was about the Chartists which is really um, grew up in Newport. There's a statue to them in the marketplace and the idea was that a lot of local people might not know who they were. So yeah. it, was, it was a beautiful piece. Um, it was just a slightly tortuous rehearsal process. And then mm. I did Shakespeare at the Tobacco Factory um, oh, which wow. I've always loved Shakespeare and I played a very small part but with John Heffernan as Richard II who's a sensational actor and I learned a lot as you do in any show by watching him what is the biggest thing you've learned from your career um I think that play is really important that play mm. in every walk of life is important I had this conversation with my uh, colleague at one of the places I teach last week about we embedded some um learning in a game exercise I mentioned my easter egg hunt last week but we put in a question about a metaphor mm. and suddenly because they'd been sprinting around college and it was done as a crossword I could see the cogs ticking around and I was telling them what a verb was and what a noun was and I could see because it was in a different environment the play mm. was helping them learn play helps us all the time and um, uh, it's interesting that um, I read some research recently that says that laughter tails off into adulthood which is a real shame and we can get that back with play by just being a little less tight and rigid yeah, that's something I'm learning actually at the moment yeah, yeah. Um, and I think adult drama classes should be more of a thing. Just mm. doing, and sometimes with older students, I'll play a game that I play with six, seven-year-olds, like Buzzy Bees, which is yeah. absolutely like catnip for little <laughs> ones. And you see them going, oh, "This is a bit babyish for me." And you're like, "No, no, no, it's not. It's just the same game." I did some clowning earlier today with some students. It's it's all about play. Yeah. It's called a play that we watch on stage for <laughs> a reason. And I think that's the most important thing. Whether I'm teaching or acting or being a radio presenter, is just to have fun, be playful. Yeah, you're good at that. Um, <laughs> uh, which hurdles uh, did you personally face and have to overcome? I was born with a hip 
problem called Perthes disease. So that is posing something of an issue for me now because I know that at some stage in my 40s, I've got to have a hip replacement. So that's a hurdle that I have yet to overcome. Uh, But acting isn't a full-time job. Um, My friend Lynn Darnley, who used to be head of voice at the RSC, sadly passed away last year, but she was very passionate about telling people it's not a full-time job. And so actually as an actor, you have to build up a a network of jobs and Mm. different career paths so that you've got that cradle, that nest around you to try and support you in fallow times. And so I'm lucky that um, people like you have given me work over the years. And so my plan is to have that hip replacement, but whilst, you know, doing some sedentary teaching perhaps rather than acting. So that's a hurdle Mm. that's coming up. In the past, money was a big issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my parents did everything they could to help me. I went to private school. Like, this isn't a sob story. But um, when I got to drama school, of course, I'd then had all the financial support from the government, having been to uni. So then I worked a lot in a bar, which yeah. meant that doing 8am starts at the theatre school, finishing at 7pm, and then working a shift till close, often 11, 12, 1, getting home at 2, and then reboot. That took its toll. Wow. But I was in my 20s, right? So (laughs) it was all right. Yeah, you just ran on adrenaline. But very small hurdles compared to what a lot of people face. Uh, What are some of the favourite shows you've worked on? Uh, North by Northwest was by far and away one of my favourite shows. And I loved watching it. Oh, it was so good. So good. We did that at the Theatre Royal Bath. Um, It was originally a Melbourne production, which then came here to try and launch it into the West End, which still hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also we took it to Toronto, hoping to get it into uh, the Broadway uh, Broadway market. Uh, It has subsequently toured Australia I went back they yes. brought some of the British cast back which is a real honour to go out there we played Adelaide uh, we took a brief holiday through Sydney and we played Brisbane as well but it was great partly to travel abroad um, and partly to just live that show again with live green screen puppetry oh, wonderful it was, it was so clever oh that was great. I obviously can't go without mentioning um, Alice's Adventures Underground, which yes. I originated one of the six White Rabbits because we had six every night. Yeah. Getting your head around the logistics of that show was baffling. I could tell you about that for hours because I <laughs> directed it in London when it returned in 2017 and then took it to Shanghai. So those are two particular highlights. Well, pretty awesome highlights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be more to come. Yeah. yeah fantastic. Hope. So, uh, Roddy. Yes. Let's see what that show is. <laughs> right, okay, so the time has come, the walrus said, to speak of many things, but principally, the answer to this week's name, that show, which is Joe. The song was Come Follow the Band from the musical Barnum. Barnum. Yeah. About P.T. Barnum, the legendary P.T. Barnum, an actual historical figure. Absolutely. Who probably also has spawned another now possibly more famous musical. Yeah, I think so. I remember when The Greatest Showman came out thinking, oh, but you've, this has been done and it's beautiful. But actually it has updated it, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Go on then, what are the other pieces of musical or other um, musicals well, just, that that Well, just listening be? to that, The Music Man is a... Is a um, oh, yeah. And... A little sideline, Noises Off is a possibility as well. Oh. So, you know, there's lo- lots of brassy kind of um, shows. <laughs> Who you call him brassy? But it, it, it maybe a little bit of Pippin. I mean, that's a yes. bit of a... Yeah, yeah. similar ilk. Mm. Well, we'll play you out with a full track of Come Follow the Band from Barnum. But for this week, that's it from Stage Door, sponsored by Jam Theatre Company Marlowe. That's right. Join us both next Thursday at 11 on River Radio for more From, from the, the Stage Door. door. <laughs> Thank you.
In a world 
Where radio stations are ten a penny. Could I have ten radio stations, please? That'll be a penny, lad. Thank you. There is one radio station. There can be only one. There can be only one. There can be only one. That stands out from the crowd. I want that one. All right. What is this thing? It's River Radio. There can be only one. One that's made in...